Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LaVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Um, but yeah, I I think 
are the one the most recent one I worked on was a thousand pieces. So I mean, yeah. Does it all of like <laughs> the same color? Like it's a bunch of trees and like maybe a couple of birds. And <laughs> how's that work? Maybe. Uh, sure. Yep. Question mark? I, I don't know. Because here's the thing. That's what used to like. Uh, growing up, I think I did maybe like one puzzle. I'm going to be honest with you here. We're all family. We're, I'm going to be honest with you. And I think it was a Charlie Brown puzzle, and I was younger. Uh, it was quite a few pieces. I think it was uh, it was pretty big. And we put it on cardboard, and we saved it. And I had it for years uh, hanging up in my room, and I love that thing. Just never was a big puzzle guy. Now, you're not one of those people that puts it together and then breaks it all down after you're done, are you? What do you mean? Like, like you know, there's some people the who will put it, it together, together, but, you know, if you put yeah. it together, you'll, like, at least put it on something or have it on something so that, you know, maybe on, like, some cardboard or, like, you know, you you did it. Like, it's, it's there. I don't know. What do people do with puzzles? You just put them together, and then once you're done, you just break them apart again and then put them back in the box? What do you do? Yeah, basically. Or you put them, like, together together, and you end up having, like, I don't know, you, 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 you like, po- like, put it on a poster board or something, or you not, that's something yeah. I don't do, obviously. Um, but, yeah, nope. No. So, you just, again, I mean, so after that, I mean, what does one do when you do a puzzle, and then you break it up? So you do it again like a year later, or you give it away? I mean, how does Correct. that work? I don't know. I'm not a puzzle guy. I I break it up and I put it in the box, and then when I it get the itch to put in another puzzle, I put it. I take the box out and do another puzzle. Hmm. It's kind of like almost. It's almost to the effect I would think of fishing, and then putting the fish back in. The river. <laughs> oh, Catch no. a release, man. Catch a release. Yeah, I, I never, you know, here's the thing. I, I get it. I know the competitive fisherman will catch it, put it back. Uh, to me, that's, uh, I know it's for the sport. So I guess that puzzle's for the sport. But anyway, uh, today is actually also Big Wig Day. Uh, tomorrow, Croissant Day. National Seed Swap Day, which is meant to uh, actually swap seeds because we're coming up now on, I guess, in some areas, <laughs> definitely not here, of spring in the planting season. And uh, then coming up on Sunday, it is National Hot Chocolate Day, uh, National Woo-hoo! Inspire Your Heart with Art Day. And I, I would tell you what the other day is, art. but I'm, I'm going to put it out there so that you will get it. It is uh, day Backward National Day or National Backward Day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but somebody got it. Everything um, said in reverse day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said it in reverse. Um, but uh, also in the Almanac, uh, it was on this day, uh, 1936, the first inductees into the Baseball Hall of Fame was announced. Same day, years later, in 1963, the first inductees into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Today uh, is Oprah Winfrey's birthday. It's Oprah's birthday. And then tomorrow. Happy birthday, Oprah. Yes. Tomorrow marks an anniversary in music history. Uh, it was January 30th, 1969, when the Beatles gave their last public performance on the rooftop of Apple Records in London. That impromptu concert was broken up by the police. Um, it wasn't planned, uh, but they went out there, and then after that, that was the last public performance of the Beatles. So, of course, wow. for Simpsons, uh, you know that they uh, did that when Homer had his uh, barbershop quartet when he performed on top of the uh, uh, Moe's. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. That's your uh, music history uh, lesson there for the day. But this has been, I don't know, 
this has been like another strange week. I don't know if it's just if it's just me, but I think because January is what it is, we we uh, I mean, there's nothing really like big. It seems like the week between the NFL championship conference games in Super Bowl is pretty much one of those weeks where people are just waiting. Um, I'm not sure about you. And I was talking to a friend this weekend. I said, well, what does one do the weekend in between? Because there's no football. I mean, you have got to think that for the last, what, 10, 12 weeks we've been spoiled uh, more than that mm-hmm. with football, at least on a Saturday or Sunday. We had something to do. And now we are at that middle point as to where I think it's still too early to follow basketball and hockey. We're kind of waiting for the climactic end to football. Um, and I'm not going to ask you yet if you have a uh, Super Bowl prediction. I guess I will ask you that next Friday. Um, I was going to say, no, I don't. I haven't looked at anything for the Super Bowl coming up other than exactly what ingredients I need for my chili. <laughs> Are you one of those people? Now, see, people thought I was weird when I started talking about having a menu for Super Bowl. I think you you actually scoffed at that. I think when I mentioned that about having mm-hmm. uh, starting to think about what to eat on Super Bowl Sunday, I did uh, not scoff. Like, I said, I said I was with you. <laughs> you were the scoffers. Um, so yeah, do you, and, and I think is pizza passe now. I mean, is that kind of like out for Super Bowl Sunday? Are we now in the age of like people, shark be boards and <laughs> I don't I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Um I will say that um I'm not doing a charcuterie board, so <laughs> Don't ask me 'cause I'm just that. gonna like a summer sausage on there with a knife and tell you to like cut something off and put like uh, some cheese in the plastic wrap or something like that. That's that's probably as fancy as I'm going to (laughs) go. Got some ham. Okay. Okay. Got slices of ham over here in the fridge. Yeah, that's that's about as much as it'll go. (laughs) Sorry. Not fancy like that. Not yet. It happens. You're That's not a big fancy. industry now to charcuterie boards. So you you know what you need to do if you're not that fancy, but you are kind of fancy, is get some gray poupon. The epitome, the hate. Gray <laughs> <I'm fancy. laughs> you, you know what you know what the strange thing is when it comes to mustard. <laughs> I, I'll tell you the strange thing when it comes. I used to know a person their their father was a huge mustard fan. You could have got him a gift set for or Christmas of like. 10 or 12 different mustards, and he was a happy man. I am not that big of a mustard. Well, here's it. I love mustard, but only yellow mustard. That, that's pretty much it. I'm not a big, you know, spicy mustard fan, a Grey Poupon fan, or uh, whatever other mustard you got out there. I'm not really a fan. I don't know. You only like, like yellow it. mustard. You're a weirdo. <laughs> that's me. That's what I'm. That's me. But again, I'm, I'm you, you're, not, you're not. You're not making fun of me for this. This is so funny because you know very well I don't like mustard. No, I know you know. I, I know. I know you. You like banana ketchup. I know that. Mhm. That I remember. Your friends remember that type yep. of stuff. I, I remember you like banana ketchup because I'm a so. weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> weirdo club, yes. like uh we'll give you maybe like the celery and the 
on uh, carrot sticks that have like the sauce from our chicken that we didn't want. That's about as much as you're gonna get. <laughs> so I don't know. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, with all that being said, uh, quite a few interesting stories. Uh, two things I think in regards to because COVID still is a big part of our lives, and uh, I saw two interesting stories this week uh, that ranged the gamut here on uh, the COVID vaccine. Uh, the first one uh, happened this past week in Oregon, and healthcare workers there were stranded in a snowstorm on Tuesday, uh, and they began administering leftover coronavirus vaccines to motorists on the side of the road rather than let the doses go to waste. Uh, Josephine County Public Health staff and volunteers were leaving a vaccine clinic at Illinois Valley High School, which is about 160 miles south of Eugene, when a storm stranded them and many others on Highway 199. The team had six doses of COVID-19 vaccine remaining from the clinic, which they had planned to administer at nearby Grants Pass, but the snow prevented them from reaching the city before the prepared doses would expire. And not wanting to waste any doses, uh, the dedicated staff members began walking from car to car, offering stranded motorists a chance at receiving the vaccine. And about 20 healthcare workers and volunteers were part of the group, and all six vaccines were successfully administered to those stuck in the snow, including one to a Josephine County Sheriff's Office employee. And I thought about that, and I was like, I think I would probably be a little bit apprehensive if somebody came walking up to my car in the middle of a snowstorm offering you. Well, I offered a little bit of a vaccine. COVID vaccine, and I, I, I would probably. That's amazing, though, that the shelf life is not that long. Uh, they must have been using one of the ones that had to be super cool. So either Moderna, uh, I think that's the Moderna. Um, once mm-hmm. you saw that Moderna, um, it's not that the shelf life super long, but it isn't. It isn't like days. It's more like hours. Yeah. So they try to only saw what they're going to use for the day, like eight hours. I think is what it is. Really, mm-hmm. there's got to be a better way. Um, but that is uh, something in compared to, uh, I think, another story that I saw later on. Because, you know, with everything, it seems that we are at a point now of, you know, when things happen uh, and there are people who are out there looking to either make a buck or play on people's fears, um, it seems to happen more and more. And now you're starting to find out stories of people who are injecting people with untested vaccines. I don't know why anyone, and and please, as a PSA from here, even before the retro PSAs that we have tonight, if somebody that is not from a medical, or that's not a medical professional, uh, and is running something out of their back of their truck, please don't. Uh, in Washington, uh, in Seattle, Washington, a Washington State entrepreneur, and I'm not sure if you call this person an entrepreneur, who describes himself as a biotech artist, yeah, <laughs> was arrested last week after prosecutors say that he used social media to peddle untested injectable COVID-19 vaccines, quote-unquote, on social media. Uh, Johnny T. Stein, who claims to be the founder and president of a company called North Coast Biologies, or Bi- Bio, biologics. That's even that's even more messed up in itself. Uh, he faces misdemeanor federal charges of introducing misbranded drugs into interstate commerce. Commerce. So pretty much, uh, he's accused of injecting people with what he claimed to be a COVID nineteen vaccine that he sold on Facebook for four hundred dollars to a thousand dollars per dose, untested, untried, and potentially unsafe. This defendant was injecting people with an unknown substance claiming it was a vaccine for COVID-19, according to U.S. Attorney Brian T. Moran. And the Food and Drug Administration's criminal investigators started tracking him in March of 2020 after learning of his social media activity. And in May, FDA officials sent him a warning letter citing several of his social media uh, conversations. 
And one such exchange on March 21st, the FDA says he posted on Facebook, quote, just vaccinated 12 people in West Seattle tonight, 12 more to vaccinate in Burien, off to Anchorage and Phoenix next. And in January of 2021, one of the recipients of the vaccine was hospitalized with COVID-19. Uh, it's not clear how many people he injected with his concoction, which he rebranded as an imogen after the Washington State Attorney General sent him a cease and desist letter. I'm not. First of all, he's selling it on Facebook. If somebody's <laughs> trying to come to you to sell you something on Facebook, especially that, common sense says to just say no. Why? It's a marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a marketplace on Facebook. Yeah, I see. I see. Well, no, they but... actually have a marketplace where you can sell stuff. Yeah, but I don't think, and I know you, you're not going to go buy a, uh, <laughs> not going to go buy a vaccine online from Facebook Marketplace with somebody, but, uh, no, if anything, I'm going to go and bust their butt. That's what I'm going to do. Be like, hey, hi, how are you doing? Stop it. Please. That is that is insane. I, I've I've never, ever have had to think. I mean, if somebody offered you a flu vaccine, you're not going to go get it. If somebody offered you a booster shot or any other type of shots, you're not going to go online and get it. So why would you go online and get something like that? It's ugh. People thought we were better than that. Please don't. <laughs> if you haven't heard from your doctor, the, the heavy for side not going. I just heard from you. My gosh. <laughs> you know, it, 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 you're not going to a reputable place that you know is supposed to give you this. Don't. PSA for the evening. <laughs> so, who knows? By the way, and I know a lot of you tonight are going to say, hey, you know, you're page one. I, I thought you guys might talk about the big business story this week. Um, I wouldn't even know how to this, – this is just – watching this every day is just – it's mind-boggling, but watching people who are – I don't even know what to say because I'm not a player in the stock market. I will tell you, I'm not the first person uh, – who uh, dabbles in that type of thing wouldn't even know. I mean, it's it's. I can't even explain this week how how this has been with the GameStop and the uh, things that they actually have. And I think that I've seen so many things. I guess I want to get your quick opinion. Watching that this week and how that actually has gone about. I'm not, I mean, you probably are a little bit more better at it uh, in regards to maybe stocks and bonds, but to uh, me, it's something that's kind of, no. it's, it's something that I've kind of warned about in the past. Cause I was like, it's, you know, when the little guy gets a little sick and tired of getting taken advantage of, they're going to turn it right back around. And somebody posted something, which is pretty funny, because in their own way, they kind of explained it for those who don't know. And I just want to share it. And someone posted, they said, I know at least one of my followers doesn't quite understand what's happening in the stock market right now, and that's enough to motivate me to explain, because this is somewhat of a turning point in world history. First, you need to understand what a short is in trading. And I, and I don't, and like I said, I'm not here to tell you that I know everything about stock markets. It's up or it's down, where you lose money. That pretty much is what I think of it. But this is a good history lesson and a good moment to, like, learn this. And they had posted here kind of their version or the dummies version of how this actually works. And it says a short is when you borrow a stock from a broker and sell it immediately at its current price. Then you hope the stock's price falls uh, such that you can buy back the stock at a lower price and return the shares you borrowed to your broker, but keeping the difference. So, for example, let's say I want to short XYZ, which has a current price of $10. I borrow one share and sell it immediately at $10. 
I have $10 now, but I owe my broker the one share I borrowed. Then let's say the price of XYZ drops to $7. I now decide to cover or buy it back, my short position, and I and buy one share at $7. In return, the one borrowed share to my broker. I made $10 when I sold and only had to pay $7 to buy it back lower, so my profit is $3 difference. But now let's say that instead of the XYZ price dropping to $7, it goes up to 15 I still need to return the one borrowed share to my broker, except now it's going to cost me a lot more to buy it back. If I buy it back at $15 so I can return the borrowed shares, my losses will be the $5 difference between selling at $10 and rebuying at $15. Since the price can raise indefinitely, my potential losses as a short seller are unlimited. At some point, I have to buy it back to return the shares I borrowed. The more the price rises, the bigger my losses. Now, for GameStop, a few weeks ago, a Redditor on uh, Wall Street Bets noticed that a hedge fund had taken a massive amount of short trades against GameStop. They convinced everyone on the thread to join forces and buy as much GameStop stock as possible. This made the price rise, and the hedge fund short position start to lose billions. Not millions, not thousands, billions. Their losses even surpassed the $13.1 billion that the hedge fund was worth. Eventually, the hedge fund had to close their short positions and buy all the GameStop stock back at much higher prices, sending the price even higher still. This is called a short squeeze. Now the hedge fund is declaring bankruptcy, and the Reddit thread is <laughs> combing through other hedge funds with massive short exposure that can short squeeze them into bankruptcy as well. All of Wall Street is saying that the public joining together in this fashion should be illegal, and as they said, but really they just lost at their own game to the masses, which it, it's an amazing thing when you look at it. It almost kind of makes me <laughs> just want to sit on the sidelines and not buy stock for that reason. Cause it, it, it's, I, I don't know. It's bad. Are you like, I do have some stocks, um, not as many as I should probably. Um, and I also do keep an eye on my, um, um, my 457 so that I can um, adjust my, the what we buy through that 457 for my retirement. But that's all. I mean, I'm not at all like, I know people that are in stock. I know that people, I know people that do trade and then um, those are the people that I need to learn from. Um, and there's a couple of people that are like at the forefront of my mind right now while I'm saying this out loud. And they would probably have a good laugh about that because it is, it is, it is one of those things where it used to, and maybe it's just, you know, like the whole 80s vibe of it, but stock trading used to be a very elite group of people. Now Joe Schmo can do it. Online trading happens all the time. Yeah. You know, so that kind of, it, I, I, don't, I still don't want to be buying stock, uh, stock like that, but then on the, on the flip side, I kind of do. I kind of want to get involved, you know, just, just, but that's, again, it's short gain for the long haul. And that's, uh, that I don't think that's going to be, this is not going to last very long, but yeah. Sorry, Wall Street. You know, you had a, you opened up a, you opened up a, a vein there that we could all exploit. So yep. I yeah, don't it, think there's anything wrong with it. I th- I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I, I was sitting back watching this whole thing, and I was like, wow. I was like, they pretty much played the game the way that it was meant to be played. And, yeah, you can't really blame them. I mean, if there's a loophole or if there's a way to do it, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. But, anyway, I noticed now we're pretty much coming to the halfway point. Uh, we still have a lot to touch on tonight. Uh, on the other side, we will talk about – Uh, the controversy with Paris Hilton and what she's about to do, but uh, why some people are not too happy about how she's going about it. Also, um, we said that we would do, at the end of the month, an airing of grievances. (laughs) We'll attempt to do that tonight. Also take a look at what's trending on Twitter, and because we have a little bit of free time, uh, that leaves us with a few stories. So we'll probably have a story potpourri. But special Woo-hoo! treat for you, because we have a little bit of time tonight. Uh, you're going to get two for the price of one night. 
uh, two PSAs tonight, two retro commercials tonight. Uh, the retro PSAs are from the 80s. You will recognize them both because they have to deal with a very serious subject, but we will remember them. And then on the retro commercials tonight, last week I played uh, in uh, honor of um, the passing of Hank Aaron, a commercial for Hank Aaron Baseball, but it reminded me of another game from another major sports star wrong that time. And I'll play that one, plus a retro liquor commercial with a big star that I know Mary will like from the 1980s. So we will have two for one night. We're going to get two essays, retro commercials. We'll see you on the other side with more page one right after this. This is drugs. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? yours? No, I... Your mother said she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the guys was... Must have what? Look, Dad, it's not... Where did you get it? Dad, Answer me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. This is my laboratory. What's this, Professor? Just something to amuse me between experiments. What a shot. <laughs> that silly boy thinks he's going to beat me. <laughs> Why, you're Wilt Chamberlain? Play it, man. Wilt Chamberlain basketball. The more you practice, the better you get. Nice and easy. Complete control of every player. Pass, dribble, roll up the score. Even shoot from the foul line. Now, you know I never miss him there. He's killing me. Yeah. Professor, I thought you were Wilt Chamberlain himself. Silly girl. Wilt Chamberlain basketball by Coleco. It makes you feel seven feet tall. Seven feet one inch. to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. but we tried to get it cranking. Could not work. <laughs> I was going to say, where's my liquor, man? That's that's live radio. I'm going to see if I can liquor. do it again, but this is live radio for you when we can't even get this to work. Let's see if we can do it again. <laughs> and it's silent. Nope. This is what we call a live radio. Nope. Which I, I, I love that. Hey, Miss Ellen. Look here. There's your retro <laughs> liquor commercial. <laughs> you know, Take in the background little... during the during the during the commercials for the PSA commercials, you know, the first thing I was like, "I've been watching you." Totally, totally. Oh, by the way, uh, Mary herself wanted to uh, do an Urban Dictionary word of the day. Um, the January 29th. I did, but I didn't pick any. No, no actually, it picked it for you. The Urban Dictionary oh, Word of the Day for today 
is Fauci Ouchie. It is a nickname for the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine, referencing Dr. Anthony Fauci. That is the Urban Dictionary <laughs> word of the day. <laughs> so, yes. Fauci Ouchie? Oh, Fauci come we could do so much. Yeah, I know. There's, there's far worse words. I think that probably it could be the, <laughs> <laughs> that probably could be out of the Urban Dictionary that we choose. I know the trending ones. Um, you know what? We've got time tonight. I, I, I'm just gonna go ahead. There's the trending ones that are on here, and I know we could get in so much good trouble here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, the evil I'm gonna throw like, out. Yes, please. Here's the thing. This is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to th- unless we have time, and unless Mary wants to do it, we'll supersize this show because even if we go past the the hour, we'll you know because it's just for the fun of this. Because the trending words on Urban Dictionary, as I'm looking at them right now, uh, it is watermelon sugar, uh, ghetto spread. I don't know if I want to know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the number three trending word on Urban Dictionary: Girls who eat carrots. Really don't want to know what that one is. Uh, sorority squat is number four. A dirk is number five. Mamala, which I think we know is six. Knocking at number seven. Dog shot at number eight. Sputnik at number nine. And Guri. I know I'm going to be so wrong. You know I'm almost. I'm one of those people where I'm so I'm I'm curious here. So I'm going to uh <laughs> I love it. I'm curious. You know I'm that's just gonna famous one. off words right there. Yeah, I know. No, I know this can't be right. I'm l I'm actually looking at the definition of girls who eat carrots. And, and it says a person of the female gender who often consumes the orange vegetable commonly known as a carrot. Now, I'm very disappointed, Urban Dictionary, if that is girls who eat carrots, because I came into that expecting, oh, well, there's another one here. <laughs> uh, a term. We've got the famously obvious used... and then the new term. Yeah, there's the new term. A uh, term famously used by Louis uh, Tomlinson or Louis Tomlinson to represent girls who give something that's, Pretty good. Um, I'll leave that to your imagination. Um, but it's either you know one that of, they have an, an actual scientific word for that, right? I know, but that is according <laughs> to the Urban Dictionary what girls who eat carrots is. So I, I don't know. Um, ghetto spread, according to <laughs> Urban Dictionary. It is what you make in jail, and you can't afford the ingredients for a real spread. So, for example, uh, you can uh, – they actually do have a recipe in here, one that involves a shrimp, top ramen, and a bag of Lay's potato chips. Woo, Lay's! I'm a Russell scale myself. Oh, see, I kid you not, we, I did not – all this is like live on the air as I'm going through this. Ghetto spread, the other – Definition, it says it's like a charcuterie board, but with much lower class. Instead of nice cheese and curated meats, deli ham and craft singles. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think it's so loud? And I thought that's what it was. It is it was that or something very naughty in the in the um, realm of adult fun. Yes, um, and then sorority squat typically performed by sorority sisters immediately prior to a picture where one or more participants slightly bend their knees and lean on their calves with their arms, regardless mm-hmm. of whether or not people are behind them in the photo, possibly used to accentuate the butt. Although scientists have still yet not found the origin or purpose of this tribal ritual, much discussion has been devoted to its research. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That one I knew. I already knew that one. So, yeah, there's also another one. I've, done the, soror- do. I've done the sorority squat a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to know what heels up means. Uh, I'm very. <laughs> there's a lot of them. You're not that you serious? Go... Yeah. You'll have to go to uh, 
the Urban Dictionary to find out on your own what each one of those means. But I will tell you, though, the Internet is a very interesting place. Just going off <laughs> off script here, this week uh, I think is the Silhouette Challenge, where you start off <laughs> where you start off in like just some bummy type of clothes, and then you go to a silhouette, like lights off, but it's just we see you. A lot of people were using, I guess, like a red background or whatever it is, and now the warning has gone out not to do that because people could actually uh, strategically take the red background off, and if you're naked behind that red silhouette or whatever you're doing, they can see you. I don't know. You can go on the Internet and look for it. The only one that I like this week, and big shout-out, uh, <laughs> is Sausage Challenge. Um, and I know she is never going to listen to this broadcast, but huge shout out to Jordan Woods, who I actually had to retweet this week, who did the busted challenge. And I think that I don't know if anybody else is going to have a good one better than that. It's on our, it's on my Twitter page at news comment BTR. You can go check it out. <laughs> it is well worth the 10 to 15 seconds of the busted challenge to see Jordan Woods doing it. And the awesome thing about Jordan Woods um, is at one point she was one of Kylie Jenner's really good friends until they kind of like phased her out. And a lot of people said, oh, well, that's going to be the end of Jordan Woods. But Jordan Woods is doing her own thing, and Jordan Woods is just as popular, even without being a friend of a Kardashian, which is awesome. So. Yeah, she doesn't need one. If you saw the Boston Challenge, she doesn't need anybody else in her shadow. So um, I guess <laughs> while we're speaking of Twitter, and while we have a few seconds, I will tell you what's kind of trending tonight. Um, uh-huh. One of the things that is trending tonight, speaking of uh, here in Chicago, uh, but Lovey Smith is trending tonight, former Bears coach, former University of Illinois coach, because Lovey uh, is going to be the uh, new defensive coordinator for the Houston Texans. So he's getting back in the NFL. He's a good guy. So it's 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 good to see him tr- um, <sighs> back in the NFL, uh, getting another chance. At least he's not a head coach. It. Nothing against him. He was good, but he, mm-hmm. I don't think he's head coach material. Yep. Uh, also trending tonight, Nolan uh, Arenado. Uh, he is trending because the St. Louis Cardinals have acquired the all-star third baseman from the Colorado Rockies. That's a huge deal, uh, which will probably put the Cardinals right in the race for the NL Central this year, one would think. Uh, they also got Adam Wainwright coming back. Uh, so for you Cardinals fans, I'm pretty sure that you are excited. Um, also trending tonight, um, at 22 is trending. People list out what they think their peers are or were doing at 22 and what they were doing in comparison. Um, <laughs> at 22, man. Um, also, do you remember what you were doing at 22? I do. I was actually uh, fresh out of college and fresh in my first year of working my first job uh, at 22. So as soon as I graduated, the next day, I the following day, I had my interview for a job, got hired, and started. And yeah, so that's what I was doing at 22. I was working, I was contributing to society. <laughs> uh. um, also, uh, WWE SmackDown's trending. If you watch the end of that tonight, and I guess I don't want to give it away for those of you on the West Coast, but uh, monstrous return at the end of SmackDown tonight. Um, Hint, hint. Uh, ahead of the Royal Rumble this Sunday, uh, the annual Royal Rumble for WWE. Um, O.J. Simpson is trending tonight. Uh, Why we do? <laughs> yeah, O.J. went. Is there and got an anniversary his, in this? No, he went and got his uh, shot, his COVID shot. <laughs> but what he put along with his golf. What what he said was, get your shot, I got mine, which I'm not sure if that's uh, 
Yeah, even in 2021. Not sure, OJ, if that was uh... – well, of course, everybody's got jokes. Twitter does not disappoint. Um... <laughs> you'll have to go and you'll actually have to read all of that. So, yeah, that's what's trending on Twitter tonight. Uh, but, yeah, I want to talk real quick about the Paris Hilton situation here because a lot of people um, were talking about that this week where she had mentioned in an interview that uh, – because she's being called out because she's doing IVF, not because of that, but she also said that she's doing it so that she can, quote, have twins that are a boy and a girl. And she's beginning that process with her boyfriend, uh, Carter Rerum, or Rium, or Rium, however you want to pronounce it. But uh, she pretty much had said that she wanted to ensure that she could have twins that are a boy and a girl, since parents can, for an added cost, select which embryos they want to use. She says, I think it's something most women should do just to have, and then you can pick if you want boys or girls. The only one that 100% have that is by doing it this way. And many felt that her comments were out of touch and insensitive to people struggling with infertility who can't afford IVF, a procedure that can cost upwards of $12,000. And sexual, sex selection during IVF is expensive and no guarantee. And I don't know, you know, we don't know. She's, um, and a lot of people think that's unethical, especially when it comes to the ethics of choosing a baby's gender. It's long been debated by experts in the biomedical field. And it, the editorial that was published in the uh, BMJ's Journal of Ethics, it warned that sexism could play into sex selection as it could cause more people to opt for male embryos than female embryos. Um, and the idea of picking a child's gender before they're born may present some problems. So, uh, Hearing all of this, you know, and some people have defended her. Some people are, have, you know, like I said, piled on. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, how long do we have? <laughs> uh, we, hey, we hey, we got all the time in the world. I think we we, we, got, the <laughs> we got all the time in the world. Time all right. in the world. So time. one, lady crazy putting that out there. Choosing. Her twins. Oh God! How 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 do I put this? Um, she's stupid. She dumb. It's not hot. None of that stuff. I mean, you. I I it's it's. It it drives me up the wall. Mostly because. And I've had a child. I'm lucky enough to have had a child. I know people that struggle to have children, and they do everything that they can do within their power. And people put themselves into debt to have kids. And here she is wanting the fact that she can choose to have her kids have a specific gender. Here's the best part of this whole thing, and this is what I kind of hope happens, not in a bad way because I, I, am, I am 100% an ally, but I kind of hope that she chooses to have children of a specific gender and their chil- and her children choose to be what they actually are, whatever that is. Because that's ridiculous. You should be happy with the kids you have. Those are your offspring. Those are not accessories. Those are not extras. Those are people. They are human beings that will grow up into adults. And those adults should be loved for who they are, not because you chose them. I just, I'm, I'm stuck on that. It just, it just drives me up the wall. I am 100% on the side of the people that are saying she is flaunting something. She should not. I'm not saying she can't do it. She has the means, the motive, and the, and the way of doing it. So by all means, go ahead. You've already got that going for you. Just don't advertise it. That is probably the worst thing she did. She's like, yeah, I can get ABS, but I can't, you know, I'm getting... <sighs> I can also choose what I want. It just, I just, I don't know. It, it drives me, that, that made me mad. That made me very, very angry earlier. And I was like, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, you know, it, it just it. It seems I, a I lot. I was lucky uh, enough to have a child, and I, yeah. Right. It, it just seems really out of touch, you know, because it was like, well, you know, I got money. 
So I'm going to go and pay for this, and I'm going to be able to choose my own kids, and I want this, this, and I want he the perfect. He wants accessories. Yeah. He wants That's the perfect it, little family and the perfect little family unit, and I'm sorry, they are human beings. They are not perfect. And it's, the next thing I'm going to hear is she's going to have, have them shipped off to a nanny so that she doesn't have to deal with dirty diapers and throw up. This is why I don't like it when celebrities do stuff like that. Like, I have nothing against somebody using their wealth and their, and their, and their position to get, you know, to bring human life into, into the world. If that is what they choose to do. It's when they become, those human lives become accessories. These are not earrings. They are not leggings. They are not a purse or a dog. You cannot just pick them and pretend that they are. They make your. They make my outfit look good. They're not Barbies. You don't dress them up, and have no personalities. They are human beings. It just drives me crazy when people forget that. But these are. And I know a lot of people that struggle to have kids and that do, and like all they want is to have a kid of their own. All they want is a baby, you know? Yeah. And like I said, if we're, even for those who are struggling through the IVF process, you know, and I, I, don't, I, I don't know at which point she was trying to do it. You know, because anybody could be like, well, Paris Hilton has that money. She could do it 50 million times if she wanted to, and she's still got the money. But there are a lot of people who struggle and put their life savings all towards that one shot, that one chance. And to, I think it's just, I, I want to be careful with how I actually put it out there because I, I don't want to accuse her of being like insensitive to other people who are doing it. Because you can do what you want when you have the money. You can do whatever you want. That's fine. But just take some type of consideration to knowing that for a lot of people, their last name isn't Hilton. They never had a reality show, and they so badly and desperately are trying to have kids, some even who have kids and can't have them again, wish they could have them, and to just go out and just nonchalantly just say in an interview, hey, I'm doing this, and I'm going to pick this and this and make sure that it falls to place and yada, yada, yada. And even and I was gonna say, as a woman, she should know better. You know, I, I would think that there would be. I could get it if it was some guy like, yeah, I want my wife to go and do this, and I want to make sure we have this and this. I would expect that from a guy, but from another woman, I would think and hope that she would have shown a little bit more caution with what she said in that interview. Yeah. So I get it. It's just sad. It's just sad overall. Again, it comes back to it's almost like she's treating them like accessories. And I, I, I human beings are not accessories. They're human. Right. You know, they deserve to be able to be loved for who they are, to be to be wanted for what they are. Mm-hmm. No matter what they are. And I know people that are like they get pregnant, find out what they are, and then if they don't like them, get, get an abortion. I know that there are people like that. I do. And it's kind of, those are the people that I wish I could just go, you need to be sterile. <laughs> but I can't because I, I don't have that power. But I really do. I want to point it out like that. You are an awful human being. You should be sterilized. Like... Uh, well, you know what? That actually could have been a uh, part of your airing of grievances. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. As we reach the end of the month, and one of the things that I did promise is, even if it's one on the list, if it's two on the list, if we got a whole list of them, uh, every month at the end, uh, leading up to Festivus this year, <laughs> If we have it on our mind, we'll it was so it. fun. Come on, it was fun. So, yes, but of course, this is now the time where, you know, you know. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're gonna hear about it. So yes, <laughs> Do you have anything to add for this month of January for your monthly airing of grievances? Okay, so that would be an area of grievance before we even had marrying grievances. But yeah, um, I do have, I have one for sure. I thought I had two. 
I think I've lost the other one. But um, <clears throat> like I'm looking at this. This is so petty. It's so petty. But that's all right. So um, <laughs> I I am airing the grievance. <laughs> I have a problem with people who I don't want to say they ghosted me because they didn't. But I have a problem with people who neglect to stay in communication with you, then later on try to pick up communication with you months and possibly even years down the line and act like nothing has happened. Freaking that up, man. Like, just Good Lord. say what you're going to say. Like, like if, you, if, if there was a reason why you disappeared, say so, apologize, move on. Like, I am very pretty... Like, I, I think I'm pretty, I don't know, forgiving sometimes. <laughs> Just say so. Be honest, people. And if you want to stay in contact with somebody, stay in contact with them. Don't try to use that as like, hey, I wonder if you're still available to be, to fulfill whatever need that I need right now. Hmm. And so I have a problem with those people. That was the only one I, I had a second one. I can't find it. <laughs> you know what we call it? You know, there's, there's a wonderful thing. We have a word for those people that do that every so often, uh, especially when they come back once and then they come back again like months later. He's a habitual it's, line stepper. That's what we call him. No <laughs> 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 need for you. <laughs> like it. That is a very good name. You know what? That's so good. I'm going to leave it right there because I don't even have one because I've got the same issue where people do that, and it's just like, really? You know, I, I don't understand that. And if you are one of those people that do that, if you're coming back, at least be consistent. That's all I'm asking. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Um, just own that Hey, I was gone. I haven't talked to you for a while. Yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Still not there. So, yeah. You're waiting for that other shoe to drop. Uh, that I get. I get mm-hmm. that. Um, a couple of quick things tonight before we leave. You know, last week I talked about uh, there was a story about um, taste testing candy uh, and being paid for it. There's actually another story that came out not too long after we left you last week. Uh, there is a website, a mattress reviewing platform, said it is seeking a real-life sleeping beauty to get paid $3,000 to test out mattresses. Sleepchunky.com said that the chosen candidate will be paid to sleep on a job by trying three <laughs> top-rated mattresses in a two-month period and writing detailed reviews of each experience. The sleeping beauty will be paid $3,000 for the mattress testing job, as well as being allowed to keep the mattress of their choice at the end of their duties. To be the right fit for the role, you will need to be a self-starter, available to work immediately and independently, have clear writing skills, good evaluation skills, and be exceptionally good at sleeping, the website said. The posting does reveal one catch to the deal. Our sleeping beauty will also have to be able to sleep alone to ensure an undisturbed night's sleep. Applications are being accepted on your website. That's disappointing. I would think that if one is trying out the mattress, they would want to try it out with someone else. Um, also, they didn't say post- anything about trying out the mattress with somebody else. They said you have to sleep by yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they don't really want to care to hear how it was with somebody else. So that's why I was like, yeah. <laughs> Majority of people want to know what it's like with two people because, you know, mattresses will feel a little bit different with more than one person on there. And if you're doing other activities, I'm pretty sure they want to know that too. So the company's called sleepchunky.com. Come on. <laughs> sleepchunky.com. Thank you. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm <laughs> not the only one that laughed about. I'm sorry. Um, another thing uh If you're having a hard time finding grape nuts at your local supermarket, you're not alone. The pandemic has come for grape nuts. Supply chain constraints and higher demand for cereal 
have led to shortages of the product. This, according to the Grape Nuts brand manager in a statement, they said that they should be fully back on shelves in the spring. Though sales of cereal in general were struggling for years, they've grown during the pandemic as customers eat breakfast at home and reach for comfort foods. Uh, the grape nut shortage comes as demand for consumer goods uh, pretty much has put a strain on supply chains leading to shortages. All that said, people who can't get enough of grape nuts can breathe a sigh of relief and that they plan they have no plans to discontinue the cereal. Cereal has been around since 1897. Uh, it's made, made with wheat and barley, but no grapes or nuts. So I don't know. Does that mean at that point, if it's not made with grapes or nuts, is that putting it in the same category now as Subway's tuna sandwiches? Did you hear about that one? <laughs> yes, with the no tuna and the tuna salad sandwich. Not tuna at all. What is happening? We're, we have grape nuts with no grapes or nuts. You know what? Got... Grape nuts. Grape nuts may have been named because they look like grape nuts. I guess. Do grapes have nuts. <laughs> I know they have seeds. I, I guess. Um... Yeah. I'm, I'm opening up a bad, a big can of worms, so I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, I was gonna say we're we're headed towards that. Uh, well, it is the late hours. So I mean, I guess we could, but uh, that's for another show. Another, another, another show. That's another a different show, yeah. Got um, and then you know what? Like I said, this has been like one of those unreal weeks. Uh, before I forget tonight, we lost two legends this week. Uh, Cloris Leachman, mm-hmm. and we lost Cicely Tyson. All, you know, like in the span of just like 24 hours, it seems. So um, mm-hmm. goodbye to them, and uh, you know, definitely if you have Mary a chance. King. What? Oh no, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, as I was say, if you have a chance to watch any of the projects that they've done, uh, definitely this weekend, best time to catch that. Uh, but. Uh, with that, I guess I will wrap it up at that point. Now, I'll ask you if you have any shout-outs this week. A um, couple, just a couple. Um, so I want to say hi to Spuds. Thanks for listening. Um, and then, um, yeah, just there's a few people that they, they know who they are. So thank you for the support and, and to keep going with all of this. And, um, yeah. Yay! So when next we meet, we will be in the month of February, uh, mm-hmm. which is, of course, my 39th birthday month. Uh, <laughs> Plus a couple. <laughs> yes, you minus a couple. Uh, but, yeah, we should have a lot of fun here in February. Hopefully we'll have some good things planned up for you here by the time we see you next Friday night, uh, which will be February 5th. And then, of course, uh February 12th, and then we're off on the weekend of February 19th. Um, I will not say why, except that one person will not be here. <clears throat> and on the weekend of February 20th, <laughs> God willing, we'll be right back with you, but uh, that's Seven coming up. Month. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be with you here throughout the month of February. Oh no, we may be we I may be with you on February nineteenth. I know one person will not be. But I may be with you here on February. I don't know. We'll no, see. I may. Let let's back that up. You may, I may, there may be both of us here. There may be none of us here on the nineteenth. No one's making plans. Or you may be here. <laughs> exactly. I may be doing this by myself. Which would be a train wreck on its own, but hey, it might happen. <laughs> no, it will not. <laughs> no, <be> fine. <laughs> but uh, it won't happen because it'll be a train wreck. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I love shows like that, and I love people for listening. And, I, and we're so much that we always have planned throughout the show. Sometimes we start with nothing, and we worry about where the show goes and when it goes a full hour and if it's a full hour in which you all had a lot of fun and was able to get away from part of the stresses of life that's what we're here for uh each every friday night uh here on page one but uh no we we can't thank you enough for listening and uh we will definitely see you back here god willing next friday night 
but in the meantime, uh, you can catch us over on Twitter uh, at News Comment BTR for me and for Mary. She is over at Lou Eyes Mama. And uh, in the meantime, between now and then, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and thanks for listening. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.